welcome to episode 161 of the Mandarian Or Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Sunday Night Janelle Vecchio. It's an apt description of the time we're recording, although it does give away some of the secrets about the behind the scenes of the Mandarian Orange Show. I wanted to. I wanted to pull back the curtain. You wanted to peek behind like to the see. Wizard of Oz. Yes. Pay no attention to the <laughs> people talking on the couch. We do sit on a couch. Do you guys know this? I think they know that if they've listened to the show it's for a, a while. It's a very old couch, and I really want an L-shaped one. I mean, where are we going to put an L-shaped couch, though? We're going to get rid of this one. Oh, see, already you've, you've caused pain. Maybe we could put it in the garage so people can watch you do the world's largest puzzle. Well, if you buy me the world's largest puzzle, then I have to clean it out. Okay, and then I get an L-shaped couch? I mean, I guess that's what happens. So if we you get the puzzle... this couch... If you give a mouse a cookie... You don't even like this couch. I like it better than no couch. Plus, you know how much the kids love this couch. Do they? Oh my gosh. They, they would be heartbroken if you got rid of this couch. Well, okay, so we'll put it in the garage, and then I get the L-shaped couch of my dreams. You get the puzzle... World's largest puzzle of your dreams. Mm-hmm. I get the L-shaped couch of my dreams. Uh-huh. It's a win-win. But who's cleaning out the garage? You. By myself? Well, I'll clean up my teacher stuff. If you clean out the teacher stuff, we could fit it there right now. You have so much teacher no. stuff. Yes, no. Yes. I have one section. You have a. I know that's you. The, your section of teacher stuff. And the rest stuff, is yours. Your section of teacher stuff is more than enough room to fit this couch out there. But you have to like have a place to like hang out and watch stuff. You can't just look at the crates. <laughs> well, it depends on <laughs> what you'd like to do while you're out there. You know. You know, we've driven by those houses where they have the garage door open. They're just chilling, drinking some, well, probably beer, but we drink sodas. But is that us? Are we hanging out in the garage with the garage door you open? Do your kind puzzle. Of family? I don't know. I don't know if we. Like, your Delegos can be displayed on the back thing. Do you know what it would take for it to get our garage to that point? Like a hoarder's episode? <laughs> it probably, honestly. Matt Paxton. Oh my gosh. We have like our old broken microwave is in the garage still. Not because we can't like get rid of it, but because we never remember to take it to those electronics recycling things. Oh, I saw one and I was going to put it on the calendar. This always happens. We'll drive by and it's like (laughs) free electronics drive. And I know we could probably get someone to haul it away or something, but we just don't. And then it sits there. And then something else gets set on top of it. And then like it's three layers down. This is what happens. Okay, well, now you know a little bit about um, our hoarding tendencies. I think that there is a fine line between hoarding and extreme pack ratting. And I think we're more pack ratters than hoarders. That's exactly what a hoarder would say. No, I'll tell you the difference. We don't have trash laying around, aside from the aforementioned (laughs) microwave. But... We don't have, like, wrappers. There's no, like, animals or creatures running around our house. There's not, like, you have to have paths. Like, you can walk everywhere in our house. The floor is clear. There's clutter, sure. There's, like, some piles of things on that table over there. 
There's the playroom is a work in progress. I'm not saying that we're not cluttered. I'm not saying the garage isn't piled high, but the things in the garage are in boxes. They're easily moved. I can walk to any part in the garage. Sometimes I might have to shift the box here and there, but it's not disgusting. It's not like animals living in. It's not falling over and things are breaking. It's an organized chaos. There's a difference. So, if I were Dr. Robin Zazio, uh-huh. what would I say? You would say you need to have, like, an organizer come in here. I'm telling you, there is no... We wouldn't even be, like, considered for the show of Hoarders. I mean, that's how good-looking our That's why is. I said if there's a line... Us. Maybe it, they'd consider us for Maria Kondo. Put it this way. But not Hoarders. When someone comes to visit... We can, even though sometimes our house gets messy or cluttered, we can get it to at least a semi-presentable state in a day. Well, and that's the problem. Nobody's been right. able to visit for a year and exactly. a half. Exactly. <laughs> so it has maybe gotten a little worse than it normally would have been because, you know, people come over. Every time someone comes, you got to tidy up. But any episode of Hoarders, there's no way that just the family that lives there could get their house in a presentable state in a day. It takes a huge crew three days to get it so that it kind of looks maybe not disgusting. That's the difference. Well, before we were married, I always had the place to hang out. Actually, early in our marriage, we always had the place to hang out. Well... Yeah, but we always, I mean, and I'm not saying it's not because of me, but I always, we had, like, tons of boxes in our, like, living room area, remember? At our first place we lived? I did a good job of hiding those away. No. There was a whole entire, like, because we didn't have a garage, so the boxes were just piled up in, like, neat stacks by the front door, remember? Neat stacks. Still. Crates. Let's not forget how long Crates. it took to move out there. We had to do some major de-junking then, and we have definitely move back in that direction since then if we have to move out of this house how many days do you think it would take to move out of our house i don't know i dreamt about it and we did it in a day <laughs> oh well then that's easy now realistically speaking if we had to move out no, of this house it would take a week at least a week and that's you know without getting people to help us i mean if we got people to help us it might go faster but it would be at least a week maybe more are we moving out? No, just hypothetical. That would crush our children. Well, yeah, seriously. And the trees. Although, I would love to just, you know, start over. We used to do that every couple years. Go to a new place and live? Yeah. Yeah, mostly because all the places we lived at, like, they raised <laughs> the rent and we couldn't afford to live there anymore. You know, that doesn't happen when you own a house. No, it's... There's, it's just it, the same. It comes with its own set of challenges, but that is not one of them. <laughs> um, for sure. Well, that's the plan, guys. I'm going to get my L-shaped couch. Phil's going to get the world's largest puzzle. It's a plan. Let's not have anyone hold their breath on that, <laughs> just in case. Don't want to be responsible for any asphyxiation. Speaking of disagreeing about things, although we don't really disagree, we both know that we're pack rats, and I'm probably more than you are, but you definitely have probably. your areas. You have your areas. Uh-huh. I would go to your teaching thing right now and just dump it all in the garbage, because none of it has any emotional attachment for me, and I know you couldn't do that. Just like you would do that for all of my junk. 
Yeah, that's true. So we have our own things that we're attached to. The stuff in your teaching area you haven't used in five years. No, I have. No, there is literally 20 boxes out there that you have not touched for five years. 20. Since you moved to your new school, that's been in our garage. No, I have to bring it home sometimes. No, no there, I'm, there are some that's gone back and forth. But there are 20 boxes out there easily that you have not touched. 20 is definitely... I can prove it to you. I will prove it to you. There are 20 boxes. boxes. There are 20 boxes that you have not touched for five years of teaching (laughs) stuff. I'm not wrong. And how many do you have? Oh, I have more. I I said... 298. I preface this by saying I have more. I preface this by saying I have more, but you are also a contributing factor, just a lesser one. All right. That's all. All right. So, speaking of which, we're going to do our much loved segment. Which we haven't done in a long time. Fights. (laughs) Traditionally, we've often started our show with fights, and we haven't done it. We haven't any, like, good... We don't, like, interact with people outside us, so it'd have to be a fight with us, but we don't really fight that much. Yeah, talking about our, like, boxes isn't actually a fight. That's That's not a a fight. That's that's bargaining. Although I know that we've heard this. People, listeners have probably heard this before, but sometimes that type of talk, like, we just had with the, like, boxes makes certain people... Like, has made people think that we're actually, like, fighting about something. Like, my brother Matt, when he was younger, because he's 10 years younger than us, and he would be, like, in the back seat and hear us talking like that about stuff, and be like, you guys are fighting, are you going to break up? And we're like, we're not fighting. We, like, we enjoy talking about this type of thing and doing this, like. And it just stresses some people yeah, out. So, it, sorry if we stress you out. Don't worry. But... Mom and dad are staying together. <laughs> um... I mean, Matt knows now, but when he was younger, it really did stress him out, you know. I think our kids are used to it, obviously, because they grew up. They know the difference between when we're actually having an argument and when when we're... When we're actually having an argument, they are a mess. It doesn't happen very often. But they're not used to us fighting. they do not like it at all, which is understandable. But, you know. (laughs) I have to kind of, like, explain to them what happened during my childhood... So that they understand what yeah. real fights. <laughs> like, we, yeah, it's very different. So, but speaking of fights, we had just a, you know, an interesting thing. We kind of had, have debated for a while now about including some of the various fights about mask shaming yeah. that we've had. We've like, had some mask shamers. Mostly like, because we don't go out at all, but out on a trail. When someone passes us. We mask up. We mask up. I think it's the polite thing to do. Well, and, you know, I mean, we have been so careful not to be around anyone. And the great outdoors is easy enough, especially on trails that aren't too crowded. But when you do pass someone, we step aside, you know, far away enough that we make sure we're not within breathing distance mm-hmm. of them. And put on our masks and wait for them to go by. And that's that's totally fine. I mean, previously, before all this, if someone was coming by on a horse or a bike, we'd do the same thing. It's not right. that different, you know. But there are people that make comments. But we decided that's not a fun one to talk about. This one's actually fun. But this one's pretty funny. So tell us about our Costco uh, order the other okay, day. Okay, so I made an order from Costco. Um, this is probably, you know, I've done this. I mean, I've probably ordered from Instacart um, like a hundred times this year. 
So, but from Costco specifically, from four Costco, or five. Probably. Yeah, I've done, made a lot of orders from Costco because the the time and money. Because I am vaccinated, I would feel comfortable going into Costco now. But it's like half an hour from it's our a house. half an hour from our house, so I'd have to make an hour drive each way, and then the shopping time the shopping is another time hour at least, and the effort where I could just get in on Instacart, and it's. It's not that big of a fee. No. And then you throw a tip in there. It's not like... <laughs> it's so what, the gas over, money. The over two hours of time plus the gas money to drive out there and back, it's not that big of a fee to just do it. I might just drop on... That's what I'm saying. Online. Plus, as my dad Costco. pointed out, like it's not like you're going and getting snacks and samples in Costco. The fun part of Costco isn't yeah, really there right now. Yeah, that's not happening. So it's just, it's just like stress and time. So. Yep. So you made the order. Anyways, I made a, a $300 order. Which is not crazy for Costco. Although, when I hear those numbers, it still stresses me. Even though, as an adult human, I realize that's how much groceries cost. <laughs> um, but it was also, it was groceries plus. Yes. Some other fun some stuff. Some other stuff we'll, 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 get to. we'll get to. So, um, there was some ice cream involved and some things that I didn't like frozen, want. Yeah, frozen refrigerated things. So, I'm following along and following the app, like, the shopper checks out and is on their way, and then all of a sudden I get a ding on my phone that says, your order's been delivered. But usually I hear them, they usually knock, and I usually hear them, like, moving the stuff Yeah, you can hear them shuffling. With an order this big, it's several trips up to the porch. And I didn't hear anything. So, we jump up right away. And look out, and go there's out to the nobody. Porch. There's no. no car. There's nobody. And I look at the app, and there's a picture, but it's, like, not at our house. It's, like, not our driveway, I could tell, but they kind of, like, took a picture of it. It was, like, super close super up close so that up. it could have been anywhere. Yeah. Because normally the picture they take, they step back a couple feet, and you can see, like, the front <laughs> oh, of the house. That's you our can house. See the number on the house so you know that they put it in the right, right. place. Right. So I like go to text her and they she closed out the order so I can't contact her anymore. So it says problem with your order and I click that. They put me through to a live chat and I start chatting with somebody but then I had to go back into work and you took over. <laughs> well, but meanwhile before that though, I or I guess it was kind of in the midst of that. I hopped in the car. Yeah, and you I drove, drove up and down because our street is very short, and just I mean, in case she just she you know because maybe like she mixed up a digit or something on the on our address. So I drove up and down our street, but the entirety of our street there's probably like maybe forty houses total that have our street name, and so I looked in on the porch of every single one of the houses. Very easy to do because it's a quiet like side street, you know, and it was not anywhere. And it was a big enough order that if someone had, like, seen that they got a free bonus Costco order, they would still be hauling it in by that point. Because you got a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it was not delivered on our street, for sure. And then um, the customer service person said, please hold while I contact the shopper. And then she comes back on and says she couldn't get a hold of the shopper. Yeah. They didn't answer. So, I don't know what they did on the back end, but what they offered to us is either a, a refund or a credit for a future one or that they would just re-deliver and do it again. So, we basically had to start from scratch. And we had to, which we'll tell you why. Yeah. 
but they got a new a new uh, shopper and just did the whole thing. It didn't cost us any extra. No. Um, and apparently they like took the tip off of the lady who did it wrong. Yeah, because they refunded just, us the whole amount right. and then just and then just applied it to the new one back through. Um, and then you we know, just, and you just put a new tip on, and yeah. it was like nothing had ever happened. Yeah. And the, the other person and the did other great, per- and the other person actually found an item the other lady said was wasn't out. there yeah <laughs> so and again like in all those times you've ordered we've never not had someone find our house it's no. not like a tricky address no. it's not a confusing street it's very easy to get to and you can like house. follow them on the map but i wasn't paying attention to where she right. was driving or anything so i mean honestly when it all comes down to it there wasn't much of a fight like instacart Helped us out right away. They didn't, like, question us. They, I mean, clearly we've used them enough times. We're not, like, scamming them. But that's what we wonder is, was this, this person, person, like, pulling a scam? Like, did they, they drop it off at dro- their friend's house or their own house they or wanted, something? Maybe they were like, ooh, this, this looks like a good order. Yeah, it was, like, you know, a large like enough order that it was worth doing. I don't know. Or did someone else in our town get, get like, $300, $300 worth, worth of random Costco. stuff from Costco? But the thing that made us think that is that the they couldn't get... They said... Instacart said they couldn't get through to the shopper. And the picture was close up. And the picture was close up, unlike all the other ones. So, it's very fishy. I don't know. Very, very interesting. <laughs> but it worked out. I mean, it wasn't... Again, I mean, aside from having to wait a little bit longer to get our stuff, which wasn't a problem, uh, it worked out okay. Yeah. So, fight solved. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, and they gave us the ten dollar credit. That's true for our troubles. For our even trouble, for, a future for our order. horrible experience, they called it. So Which really, were... it wasn't that at all. <laughs> it was just more like it was what? confusing. Like what happened? <laughs> well, because then when she was like calling, I'm like, just so you know, I have like frozen stuff that will go bad if like it takes her a long right. time. It was a, it was a warm day. Like uh-huh. this wasn't a like it's sitting out on the porch. For an hour, and then they're going to pick it up. Because I thought at first they were saying they'd go get the other stuff and bring it back to our house. Yeah, you like, know, like, I don't want somebody's the ice, porch. The, the ice cream is gone at this point. Like, <laughs> right. it's hot, you know. But then it all worked out. It did. So. so, that was fights. All right. We missed you, fights. It's time for the news now. And now so if you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, tune in wherever you listen to our podcasts, that would be wonderful. And it'll help people um, see our podcasts. And, you know, they'll think we're funny. And they'll be like, ha, 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 ha. I like Phil and Janelle. <laughs> I hope they are just like that. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Do you think that anyone laughs like that for real? <laughs> Maybe a fancy medieval person. <laughs> Renaissance fair. Sure. Maybe. Um, you can email us at mandarinornshow at gmail.com. Where else can they get a hold of us? Well, of course, you can find us on Instagram at mandarinornshow. I guess Twitter at mandarinorange. But definitely like our Facebook page, mandarinornshow. And please join our group, mandarinornshow, the group. Because we have big news. Well, as you guys know, we've been doing the Potvox Presents streams. Um, They're short concerts with awesome indie artists. Um, We've done several 
already, you know, starting with like Blue Christmas and Eric Kennedy shows last year. This year we've done August Moons and Largo. We've got a bunch of others scheduled. And the next one, in fact, is this Saturday on the 22nd um, of May. It's going to be Travelogue, which I'm very excited yes. for. Awesome, like electronic artist, John Sonnenberg, um, who I've known for a long, long time, and he's just really, really great. Um, so I definitely so check recommend check that out on Saturday. Saturday, we'll, we share the stream in the Mandarin Orange Show group as well, but it's mainly done through the Popbox music yes. page, which I do. Um, but if you want to see me on it and Janelle is like off to the side doing um, the chat I'm and such. The, I am the Wizard of Oz. You are for that show. <laughs> but, you know, we have heard the voice of the people. And while people have enjoyed seeing me talk to artists on these live chats, what they haven't seen is you and I featured together on them as the Mandarin Orange Show. Oh my gosh. And due to overwhelming public response yeah. and demand, Yeah, we have decided we're going to start doing live streams of our own. Mandarian Orange Show Live. M-O-S-L. Mandarian Orange Live. I think that's what we called it. Yes. M-O-L. Mandarian yes. Orange Live. Like SNL. Like SNL. Except it's a different thing. And it's <laughs> not specified what day of the week it is. Um, yeah, we're going to do our first ever live stream this week, this Friday. At on the 5.30 p.m. Pacific Coast Pacific time. Pacific time. So that's uh, Friday the 21st. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do, we have a special way to kick it off here. First of all, um, the cool thing is, like, hopefully you can join us live. But with all of these live streams, after the fact... They're available. They're available on our Facebook page. You can watch them. And we also have a YouTube channel. Yes. Which, which we'll, we'll post, post it on there as well. So it'll be available elsewhere. But we have a very special way to kick it off. Um, some of you guys may be familiar with our frequent writer in Ben Hunt. And he does a podcast, which... I've gone and been a guest on, and he's, of course, come and been a guest on our show. Um, his podcast is called The Alan Smithy Film Review, and it's, as you can probably tell from the name, uh, a podcast about movies. Now, we on Mandarin Orange Show do talk about movies. We have a segment about movies, actually a couple different ones, because sometimes we have movie quote game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a while back about this blockbuster game we got, like as in blockbuster video. Right. We played it. It's a fun like movie trivia yeah. thing. And we decided that in order to, deci- to determine who really is the champion of all movie trivia yeah. information, whoever is going to be crowned the leader of all movie trivia, mm-hmm. whatever. We're going to go up against the Alan Smithy Film Review's very own Ben Hunt, and uh, we're going to see. We're going to play on the live stream. We're going to play the blockbuster game and see how it goes. You guys can see for yourselves. Now, as you know, I firmly believe in playing your hardest. I would never not go all the way on a game. But if I was a betting person, Ben's going to totally beat me. (laughs) I was going to say that, but I didn't want to make you feel bad. Ben... Is definitely. I love movies, but Ben loves movies. (laughs) No, I don't know. I I think that we just have different approaches to it, but Ben is like, he's He's, like, very good. He like 
remembers everything, right. every detail. But we'll see, because there is a lot of stuff locked away in my brain as well. Yeah. I think I could give him a run for his money. I think there's not a lot of people that could, but I think I could hold my own. I say I, we have to figure out exactly when we haven't figured I might out this be yet. The, I might have to be the bipartisan host. Yes, we'll, we'll have to but look we'll and see. see. We'll, that's T, TBD, to be determined for Friday. But um, one way or another, we're going to have a blast. You guys can go in there. You can write and ask questions. We'll address them. And these, our plan is for these to all be like pretty short. Uh, like the Potvox presents ones are all around a half an hour or less. And that's probably what we'll aim for yeah. here. Um, you know, if we're having lots of fun, sometimes they may go longer. But that's that's about what we're aiming yeah. for. That's what we always do. And then it goes long anyway. So who knows? But who knows? You guys were doing it. Mandarin Orange Live. It's going to be so fun. This Friday. I hope you'll come. Now, Ben is not going to be on all of them. We never know. We may have him join we, us again. We might have different special guests. We might guests. have different special guests or special activities. It might just be Janelle and I talking or whatever. But it's a fun way to kind of kick it off. Yes. So, that is our plan. Whew, what else is in the news, Janelle? Well, um, we need an update on the dryer saga. Well... Because of the other thing that happened this week, a lot of like projects kind of got put aside because we had to get ready for this particular event that we did. Um, so basically, since we spoke last, I've taken more parts of it off, but I've not put anything back on, and it kind of stalled out. Mm-hmm. So we are currently drying our clothes on a drying rack. Yes. Which you did get like a like a real clothes drying rack off of. We, we aren't Amazon doing it on the different tubs and boxes in the garage anymore. Yeah, so, you know, and it works, but it's a lot slower process, so this needs to not be a permanent thing. It is. So that's kind of stalled out. But what else did we do this weekend? This is kind of um, exciting, guys. We had been tracking on this really cool arcade that Phil has talked about called Retrovolt. Yes, we've gone. We went to it before, like the pandemic. I took yeah. the kids to it. Very, very cool place well, near us. It's like a small business, and you know he wasn't able to be open, especially here in California. Like entertainment venues had to be closed, and um, he was doing a deal where he um, you could rent out the entire arcade for you and your party for. A really good deal. <laughs> yes. It's like basically two hours in this arcade. Have, Free play. And they have tons of pinball machines and tons of arcade cabinets. Plus they have like Nintendo Switches and other game consoles yeah. and stuff. And it's all on free play. You can do whatever you want. It's two hours up to 15 people. And you're the only people there. Yeah. They sanitize everything. You have to wear masks. Um, and, and that's they're it. They're masked. And like the, the host guy was masked. But... It's ending because finally here in California, he can open back up again. Right. So we decided to, since Luke, you know, and our kids didn't have a birthday party this year like we usually do. And they haven't gotten to go and do anything much. Yeah, we decided to splurge and rent out the whole arcade. And we didn't tell them, we didn't tell Luke or Audrey. We knew if we told Audrey, she'd have to it, it's just she hard to keep spoil it, it but yes it, it was more fun surprising so we um 
we invited our vaccinated family members and um, two of our vaccinated friends. Who happen to also listen to our show. Yes. Josh and Rachel. Josh and Rachel. And they came out and we played in the arcade for two hours. And we saw people, we guys. We saw people. We went in a place and did stuff that wasn't our house. It was so amazing. It was exhausting. I know. Well, because then afterwards, you know, because we're there for two hours, but like you want to get lots of arcade time in. So yeah, obviously, we didn't socialize a lot. Right. But we knew we were going to come over and we did like an outdoor gathering back at our house. And again, like everyone except for our kids was able to be vaccinated. Right. But, you know, just in an, abund- in an abundance of caution, still, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And so. We basically hung out like all day outside yes. and it was just, it was a blast. And we did it as an early birthday party for Luke. Well, his birthday is the end of September. <laughs> but this deal is ending. This deal ends like at the month. end of May. So um, we figured we'd jump on it. And don't worry. We're we, the most fair parents ever. So and we can't say it out loud. Yeah, because the they kids listen. Here, they can probably hear us now because we talk loud and they definitely <laughs> listen when I edit later on. So. That's why we haven't talked about that we were going to right, do this. Right, because we knew that they would hear. But Audrey will not be forgotten in this either. So um, We have something. Anyway, it was pretty spectacular. It's such yeah. a cool place. I mean, I know probably not tons of people that live right around here know about it, but it's called Retrovolt Arcade. It's in Calamesa, I think, actually, formally, which is like the next town over. But yes. it's such a cool place. And they were so cool. I felt safe. Like, you know, we've been abundantly cautious as we said and i felt like they took it seriously it's their rule regardless of if you're vaccinated or wear masks for uh, everyone in the party has to wear masks you know so um i don't know i just i felt really good about it it was and it was super clean when we brought hand sanitizer around with us you know a little pocket hand sanitizer (laughs) i didn't um did you see rachel had it too had the hand sanitizer yeah rachel had hand sanitizer (laughs) her first and she was like after each game. Right, right. <laughs> but it's just great. It's so much fun. And it's so good to see people. Like, I know. We've seen, my, you know, my parents and uh, two of my siblings that are vaccinated and live near mm-hmm. us in recent times. You know, some. But that's, that's it. it. That's it. Josh and Rachel are the first people outside of my parents and two of my siblings that we've seen, like, period. Yeah. And it's actually really exciting, too, guys, because... Um, this past week, 12-year-olds are, were approved to be vaccinated. So 12 Aud- and up. 12 yeah. and up. So Audrey got her first dose this week. Yeah. And again, if you guys, we're not going to go into details, but Phil, Audrey, and I have all been vaccinated. Phil and I fully vaccinated. So if you guys have any questions or anything, if you even if you want to ask us like privately, you know, like, we don't have, have to it. read it at the show, but Mandarin Orchard.com. You can always ask yeah, us. We um we all, you know, have had the full experience except Audrey. But yeah. she's she did great. No. Incidentally, just an easy question to answer. None of us had any side effects other than yeah. like your arm is sore. Because which they is stuck they stuck a needle, needle in you. your arm. Um yeah. That's, that's it. it. So yeah. Um we uh, we're just so excited that like we got to do stuff and we got to see people and we laughed and had so much fun. <laughs> it was fantastic. So really, really amazing weekend. That's why in you know getting prepared for that 
that's why the dryer kind of got pushed aside because because we had to again prepare. you know having been just us in our house for a year and a half we may have like settled into not like making it super presentable for everyone not like super gross but definitely super cluttered as it is like i didn't finish the playroom which you can see very clearly like from the backyard and had like all these piles of books and games i was like putting away and trying to organize and it i don't know that probably looked the most hoardery i think but you know it's again when people come over on a regular basis, we keep our house nice and clean. Yeah. When we don't see people for a year and a half, it looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you're going to get more done on the dryer this week. Yes, that's There's the plan. There's also another project for you to do, which I can help you. But I got an organizer for the end of the I hallway. Oh, I need to do that too. It just, there's so many things. You yeah. think, like, you know, being at home and, and not, like, having another job, like, I would be just... Tons of time, but it's it's busy. It's a busy life. Well, and now the kids, you know, on their breaks, hang out with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta hang out. <laughs> you gotta you know? do recess. <laughs> well, one final thing in the news category. Um, we had something really shocking that happened this week. And it was, in fact, I came to Janelle and said something shocking happened and I need to tell you about it. And... It was such a big thing that I actually recorded me telling it to you as right after it happened. Because I couldn't wait. You were stressing about it, and I just needed to tell you. So we're going to jump now to a recording that happened earlier this week, and you can hear what went down. And you guys brace yourselves. You're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> okay. Why are you feeling nervous, Janelle? Because you told me you were going to reveal something to me on the show. Something of what nature? Of not good news. I said shocking. Something shocking. <sighs> but it's already taken place. I told you you don't need to stress. This is actually happening way before we're recording our show, but you couldn't wait I couldn't that long. Wait. You're like stressing. Even though I tell you it's nothing to stress about, the effects have already been had. You should have already, like said you should have not told me then. I know, but I needed to tell you because it's in my brain and I can't get it out. And it happened today, and so I needed to tell you. Oh my gosh. So it happened at lunch. And today we did lunch. You did lunch bunch, which is a thing you do where you have like a Zoom with some kids that earned stuff in your class, like a bonus lunch time with the, yes. with the teacher. Did you notice anything... Off. I brought. I bring the food out to you. Did you notice anything off about the food or how I brought it to you? No. Nothing. How about the chicken in particular? We ate some chicken that I heated up. It was a little cold. Okay, no. Well, I didn't know that. You could have told me, but... No, it wasn't that. I brought it out to you. And you started eating, like, the second I set it down in front of yeah, you. Yeah, and then you brought it back. Yeah. What did you do? Okay, so I was bringing out the stuff. I, you know, put the chicken on a plate that I got out of the dishwasher and heated it up and brought it out to you. And then I went to go get another plate for something else out of the dishwasher and it wasn't like, hadn't gotten clean. So I pulled it out. You know, sometimes it doesn't Is work. It's just because you used a dirty dish. Maybe I got a dish out of the dishwasher because I had forgotten to actually run the dishwasher earlier. 
We ate off a dirt. Well, so I came out, swapped the plate out, and put like it on a clean plate after that. Scraped off all the crumbs. Maybe we ate off of a dirty dish out of our dishwasher. I don't. Like, that doesn't affect me. I told you it wouldn't affect you. It's already, the effect has already been had. No, I told you No, I mean, I wouldn't even care. I dirtied the dish last time. No, no, no. I pulled a dirty dish out of the dishwasher and served us off of it. Okay. The way you do dishes, you rinsed it off thoroughly and put it in the dishwasher before you even... Still, you don't know. Yeah, that's not a You have no deal. idea how I long that dish it. was in the sink. I can't believe you said that's shocking. It is shocking. You think people haven't eaten off a dirty dish? Not just a dirty dish. A dish that was put into our sink. Who knows what was piled up on top of it. Then I rinsed it off and put it in the dishwasher, but forgot to run the dishwasher and it was just sitting there. No. And then served us off of that. That's not a big deal. I've been, like, gagging ever since. Like, I can't. I couldn't get it out of my mind. But, yeah, it was leftover... Uh, Raising cane, I wasn't gonna like so throw you got it out. Through it. I mean, I would have just eaten it if you had a problem. I'd eat it off the dirty dish. I just can't believe it, and I didn't tell you because I couldn't tell you we were live on camera. Okay, this coming from a person who I could pay like a dollar and some change to, and I can mix anything up that I wanted to, and you would take a bite of it. That was in college. So you have to understand that the. Money came into play then, and it was not a dollar. You put like you gather like five bucks around from everyone, and five bucks to someone as cheap as me, especially in college when I was working intermittently at best, that was a big pull. I um, ate a lot of stuff, and you also know when did I stop eating stuff for food for money? When you got sick, yes, there was a very specific incident where I was paid, and it was again, it was five dollars. Five dollars to drink the like juice out of like leftover jalapeno. Like, jalapeno jar. I think maybe like pepperoncinis. So that I actually barfed. I at. drank the whole thing. I got so sick. I thought I was gonna go to the hospital. I thought I was gonna die. I've never barfed or had more diarrhea, especially simultaneously than I did at that point. And I swore from that moment on, I will never again eat gross stuff for money. And I never did. Guys, I thought we got a bad review on Mandarin Orange Show. Oh please! And I would have been, why. I would have been in tears about that. No, just kidding. No, I would have been excited. I would have been like, someone wrote a review. Now okay. we have something. We have a review okay. on there. All right, now I can live my life freely. All right. Well, we had to do an emergency recording session to cover that. So. So weigh in on it at Mandarin Orange. Well, at Mandarin Orange Show on Instagram or Mandarin Orange Show at Gmail dot com. Would you be that mortified off eating? Maybe a couple bites off a dirty plate. No, we ate, wound up eating the whole stuff that had touched it. I re-microwaved it, but... So here's the question. If you were me, would you have just thrown the food out? Would you have served it? I would it? have been so mad. Well, what what should I have told you? Would you have been grossed out if I told you and then you wouldn't have eaten it? No. I but I also didn't want to tell you in front of the kids. So what was I going to do? Like the kids on your camera. I know, especially one of my students... Had like a Pinterest plate with like yeah, his mom like cut everything all perfect cucumbers and little orange segments and a sandwich. And here I brought you like warmed dirty. up, warmed up, not enough chicken leftovers <laughs> on a dirty plate. Well, that's how good raising canes is. It still was good. It was so good. <laughs> brought to you by raising canes. <laughs> 
Just kidding. But if Raising Cane's wants to pay us to tell stories about their chicken, I will do that yeah. all day long. Your chicken is worth eating off a dirty plate for. So, John Raising, if you're out there, uh, give us a call. No, Cane was his dog. Yeah, Raising is the guy. No, he raised Cane. No, his name is Raising. It's like you haven't even read the story. I read the in story. In the restaurant. When it said a thing about a dog, I tuned out. <laughs> All right, back to your regular scheduled programming. All right, we'll finish this soon. <laughs> so, that happened. I can't believe you stressed me out. Can you, have you gotten over it yet? Like, are you still stressing? It was, forgot about it as soon as you said it. Oh, you have no idea the things that went through my brain as that. I was like, what do I do? I'm throwing everything away? I don't know. I guess, I guess not. If you would have thrown away, I already I said this in well, the clip. I would have been so mad at you. And the worst part was that you had already started eating it. So it's like I couldn't. I, by, when I realized that you had already started eating, it Who was too cares? late. Who cares? Well, that's why I'm so careful with pre-rinsing all the dishes before they go in the dishwasher. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's it for the news, you guys. And we talked about news and fights for a long time, but we do have a few other things that we're going to cover here. And up first, we got to talk movie time. Movie time. We have to do movie time because we've been doing our Marvel, ongoing Marvel project. Yep. And we only watched one this week, but we got to talk about it. Busy week. Busy week <laughs> and shorter week. We actually kind of moved the recording up a little bit in order to accommodate Mandarin our live stream. Life. Yeah, Mandarin Orange Live. So, tell us about the Marvel movie we watched this week. So, we watched Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Janelle refuses to say the name right, no matter how many times they said it in the movie. Ragnarok. <laughs> What'd you think? I loved it! I mean, this one's up there for me. Does it bump like the other Thor? The first one? Because I think that was like on your list, right? I know, maybe. Maybe. It's so funny. It's so funny, and I just, I loved... I loved Hulk in it. He's so funny. Like, I don't even like Mark Ruffalo, but he was, like, hilarious in this. As Hulk, he's just... I think Mark Ruffalo's gone a long way to prove that maybe we, like, misjudged him. I don't love a lot of his performances and other things, but he is a really great Good. Bruce Banner. Yeah, he's great. And I loved um, Jeff Goldblum's, like, character. Yes, the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. And it just had a really great Hunger Games vibe. And it really goes into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, like, I'm really... It was cool so, watching this yeah. alongside Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I I just love it. Plus, Kate Blanchett is the bad girl. Yeah, she's great. It's really... Or as Jeff would say, unrecognizable. <laughs> That's why she's so great. She could be anybody. Um, no, I love it. I, I think it was really good. And if you remember correctly, like I wasn't sure how it was going to be on my top five. I don't know. Like I also love the original one a lot. I don't know if this bumps it. It's hard. Like This one is definitely one of the funniest of the Marvel movies. I laughed 
pretty consistent. I actually had to skip backwards on a few scenes because Janelle was laughing so loud we couldn't hear all the jokes. I didn't hear the jokes. Rewind. Taika Waititi um, is fantastic. He's a great director. He's really funny as Korg, the rock monster (laughs) guy. And it's just great. It's really funny. It's good. Highly recommended. So that's the only movie we watched this week. That's movie time. Okay, and we're going to talk also a little bit about some music. We haven't done a standalone music segment in a while either. We're hitting a lot of like classics here. Mostly because we've been talking about Popbox Presents in the um, announcements category. Yes. But we got to do a little bit of extra stuff as well. So first of all, just to remind you guys, Popbox Presents, Saturday the 22nd. It's going to be fantastic with Travelogue. we got other great ones coming up like the Animatic Foe, Map, and Miss Angie. And the ones we've already done this year are um, August Moons and Largo are available to watch mm-hmm. on the Popbox Music Facebook page. Great so, stuff. Check it out. Really great stuff. And if you, uh, if you like music and you like hearing Janelle and I, it's a good combination. But another thing that I have to mention, this is super exciting, and you guys are amongst the first people to know. So you've probably, if you've listened to our show for a long time, heard us mention a band called The Spivvies. Um, it's a band that I was involved with. Um, first, I started out like when I was in high school, like booking them. I brought them up to our hometown and had them do a concert. Kind of became friends with the guys. Booked several other shows f- with them. You know, from then on, you know, from high school through early college. And the summer after my freshman year in college, they asked me to go on tour with them mm-hmm. as their sound guy, and we did like a national tour. Um, and I say national because it was like we went Across. from California and we <laughs> drove everywhere as part of how I hit so many states before we got married. Um, and I mean, all the way, you know, into Tennessee, Nashville and up into Illinois and all around whole like national tour. Well, and then the following two summers, I also did tours with them as well. And you visited me in Colorado. That's right. So <laughs> one of the tours we visited you, we actually stayed at your house because um, they were, I mean, very popular in their scene and it was a very, you know, fun and successful band, but right. it was never like, you know, glorious, huge, fancy hotels, like famous rock stars, <laughs> but, you know, enough that it was worth it financially to go on tours and right. stuff. And man, I loved it. And I like, they basically, the deal was I got free food and I didn't have to pay for gas or hotels. Like my whole trip was covered. And I just had to do sound and help them out, you know. It was not just roadieing, although I did help them carry their equipment. But I actually, like, you know, traveled as their sound technician and went, you know, back at the board and and ran sound for them, you know. Because they had a very very specific sound. It's kind of late 50s, early 60s pop Mm -hmm. rock. Kind of like Buddy Holly if he drank too many Mountain Dews, you know. (laughs) A lot, a lot of fun. And they kind of did, if you've ever seen the movie That Thing You Do... It's yeah. kind of in that realm, except they were around long before that movie, and they always were kind of bummed, I think, when that movie came out, because everyone's like, oh, you guys like that thing you do? And they're like, no! No! We've been we're original! So anyway, um, you know, I was friends with them for a long time, and eventually, um, uh, as, you know, in the twilight years of the band, um, got to join when Rob, the bass player, was ready for a break. 
Um, and I kind of stepped in as bass player for a little over a year and played uh, quite a few shows of them mm-hmm. as well. It was a peaceful transition. In fact, Rob actually like trained me on the bass lines. <laughs> I went over to his house and he taught me how to play this stuff. It wasn't like bad blood or anything. Um, and he's still you know friends with anyone. Well, anyway, the reason I bring the band up is that in recent years we've talked about doing stuff and finally some things are starting to happen and the first wave of these Spivvy's news is live and out there and it is this. You guys, the Spivvy's first two albums, the only two like you know main albums they ever released, have never been available digitally. No. And they are now out there everywhere. It's on iTunes, it's on um, Spotify, it's on you know Google Music or... Any anything like that? Where if else you look people... them up on Instagram Reels, are they on there? It's very possible. Like it's everywhere. I don't know. Like it's we did it through, um, a, you know, music distribution right. thing. It's it's on all kinds of stuff. So it's the Spivies. Make sure you spell it with two E's. The T H E E and Spivies. S P I V I E S. We're also on Facebook and. Um, we got a Facebook page. There's a website that's at this point, like I think it's there, but I'm not going to specify it because it's still being like built. Um, this is like early news. They haven't even done like a formal announcement right. yet, but I'm telling you guys because you're faithful fans. And yep, it's on. Look at it's that. It's on, on the Instagram thing. Both albums. Both albums. The one album is called Ready or Not Here We Come, and the other one is called Wait for Dial Tone. That's awesome. And it's really fun music, you guys. And, um, I think you'll really like it. And there's other Spivvy's news coming up in the future. But for now, um, check we'll it leave out. It with that. If you have Spotify, like you should at the very least like follow these Spivvy's and They're listen so to them. They're so talented. It's fun. It's just really, really fun and clever. And I'm super stoked. So, And it sounds better than it ever did. Like, It's great. And quick story about Phil and I and these Spivvy's. How I was introduced to this Spiv- these Spivvy's was with Phil. But... I had babbed him. Oh, yeah. We've talked about, like, yeah. that part of it before. So, I babbed him, and they had this banquet at the end of the week, and... People might not know that is. It's like a, a Sadie Hawkins type of <laughs> yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the girl asks the guy to a dance kind of thing. And we did all these little different dates all week, and then Phil said, hey, maybe, like, if you don't pay for the banquet... And we go to the show instead. I'll buy your tickets to the show, and I'll pay for Olive Garden. And I know the way to your heart, right? And so then um, we went to the show instead, and it was so much fun. And that I can't was the first imagine time you a saw these fancy banquet. Yeah. And I remember he like talked to you or yeah. pointed at you or something. Well, the funny thing was because we I think we got there. We didn't talk to them until after the show. Um, because I think a part of you, we were like, do you really know this band? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And so then we were like dancing to it. Cause it's a very like, it's very danceable. Pop-pum. And it was at the time when, you know, swing and ska music was very popular. And right. even though they don't really fit that category, there was still a lot of dancing going on yeah. at shows at the time. So we were dancing and like, they saw us from the crowd and recognized me and they're like, Oh, and they pointed <laughs> out to me and like, you thought that was cool. I think I did. You acted like you did. And I then did. we went up and talked to them afterwards and you realized that they actually did know me. Yeah. He wasn't making it up. And, uh, and it was fun. So, yeah. and that's, that was, and we went to many, many, many Spivvy shows so, after that. So we, we have a long history. Yeah. 
with these these spivvies. So you should definitely check that out. And who knows what other spivvies news is coming so up? So exciting! There will be more. And with that, we have one final segment we're going to talk about on this show. Game night. It's time for game night. Yes. So we've played a few board games um, since we last did game night that we should probably talk about. Some of them we've done many times before, but there's been a lot of king and queens for the day. And a lot of times one of the activities people choose for that is board games. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Talk about some here. So Luke chose creationary. He loves creationary. It's like Pictionary, but with Legos. Yeah. You build the stuff out of Legos. And we actually um, had really a fun time playing that. We started timing it because, you know, you could go on forever and yeah. ever and building a Lego. So that makes the gameplay a little shorter um, and faster. But we actually played it during a lunch bunch yeah, this with, week. Yeah, with some of your kids on like yeah, a Zoom chat. Yeah, because one of my students has, loves Legos so much. So we told him... He would be the Lego builder, and we would do the guessing, and uh, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely the kind of thing, like Pictionary, where you don't actually have to buy the board game to be able to do it. If you have Legos, you come up with some categories. I'm yeah. sure there's probably websites that have lists of categories for that type of game. Because, you know, I mean, it's got to be something you could build out of a Lego. It right. can't be, like, happiness or something like right. that, you know, but... The idea is then you just build it and other people guess and you get points for people guessing it, right? So, you could just play this you as is. And so, I have a funny story. I So, May the 4th was not too long ago. Right. And I did a big deal. Like, I dressed up Star Wars and I changed the background in my Google Classroom. And we watched Paper Star Wars and did Star Wars, like, drawing with Art Hub for Kids and read Star Wars books. It was very much a Star Wars-themed day. And so then when um, my student was building stuff, he remembered he remembered May the 4th, and he built... Uh, which one did he build? Was it the Star Destroyer? The Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer, yeah. And... Um, and so, I said, so, oh, it's a so Star, Star Destroyer. Destroyer. And then uh, the, the, one of the other girls guessed the Star Wars ship or space, like the Star Wars ship. The Star Wars ship. And he's like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I said Star Destroyer. And he didn't know what it was called. He's but. like, oh, I didn't know. He's like, that's the one Darth Vader's on. <laughs> yeah, Star Destroyer. Said so it. cute. Now wait, so. that's like a teaching talk, and we never we don't do that as often. And I love hearing Audrey's voice. Yes. So this has been a combo game night teaching talk. So I'm putting in teaching talk right now. Mommy and Daddy is teaching talk. Teaching talk. Okay, and now we're actually just gonna go back to board games, but it's okay. It was worth hearing <laughs> cute Audrey's voice. <laughs> All right, so then we played um, Electronic Life. This is for Audrey's queen for a day. she loves life. We've talked about this before, but it has like a little automatic thing. You just put your credit cards in and stuff. It's fun. It, um, it doesn't make the game go any faster, though. Mm, Do you think? I mean, maybe. Maybe a little everybody bit. Everybody has to like 
slide their cards and yeah but you still otherwise you're counting out bills and stuff i, I think guess. it's about the same i don't think it's faster but i think it's about the same but it's fun I'd it's like a to. difference and then she also wanted to play the card game life which is also fun very that's very different yeah but it's it's fun she she likes that one yeah. anything that has the, the game of life she's into so and I, it's so funny because that i love that game too i i really i still love it but not as much as she does. I know. It's, and I did as a kid. I also enjoyed a lot, and have always. But it's definitely Audrey's favorite. <laughs> it's why King and Queen for Day is such a great thing. Because, not that we don't like it, but there's other games I'd probably pick over that. But it's what Audrey wants, and if it's Queen for a Day, she gets to pick what she it. wants to do. And we also played Code Names, that I was think, for, on That her. was Luke's King for a Day. Oh, Code Names. Yeah. Um, and that game stresses me out but it's fun yes i don't like being the the one responsible for the clues i love it i always make like a big mistake yeah but that's fun it's challenging (laughs) like again not to like put down life but there's not a ton of strategy in life code names is a hundred percent strategy like it's 99.9 percent strategy i suppose the luck is in if you get something that's like an easier combo than others but Really, it's all down to your brain power, and that's so fun. I love it. But and the main reason we needed to do game night. The, the big kahuna was Mall Madness. Yes, we talked about last episode that for Mother's Day we got you an up, you know, the newest version of Mall Madness. I think it was like, wasn't it copyrighted 2020? Yeah. Um, it's new. So it's but new. It's just like the old one. Did you I have credit cards before? Yeah. And you it had credit to you? cards and it talked to you and you put it in. It was it's like the same technology even. Huh. So it, it's the same guys. Was and, it fun to you? Did you like it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. So I, I, I enjoyed it. It's a fun like it's it, I, there's something about like when it's got you know you build it you put together the mall and it's yeah, 3D yeah. and stuff those are always fun you know it's like it's a cool different thing to do yeah we had a blast and um i won so it's fitting yeah of course cuz it was my game i was like right behind you. i was one space away like it was down to what the final thing <laughs> yes. was and i thought i was you were get getting it. some bum moves cuz you just have to listen to the the mall announcements yeah. and that's what you do so it's fun though it was it was good it, it's i great. didn't have like the nostalgia for it but i enjoyed it and i could totally see how so wait you never played it I, I mean when would i have you didn't have like female friends no i was my brothers my i have three sisters but my oldest sister um she was too young. She for... was too young by the time, right? I mean, like she was born in 1990, you know. So I was already, uh, you know, th- 13 when we got her because she's adopted, three adopted sisters, right? Which is awesome. Um, so I was, you know, 13 over 13 when we got her. So by the time she was old enough to be interested in that kind of thing, I was like in high school, and that was after her. You know, she's obviously a lot younger, so. Anyway, no, it just never never happened. In fact, poor Karen probably had to like have a lot of boy toys around. I mean, she had three older siblings that are all boys. So, you know, that's definitely Well, I the definitely made game. my 
male friends play with me, and they loved it. But, I, like, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't hang out, other than, like, my friend's siblings. I didn't, like, hang out with girls, like, just as friends. It wasn't a thing I did. Just weird, because, like... You didn't have, kids, like, neighborhood friends? No, Big Bear's weird, because, like, in our neighborhood, uh, you know, let's say there's... 10 houses on each side of the block. Yeah. Of those, you know, 20 houses on our block, probably five of them were permanent residents mm. because we live in a resort town. Right. And so a lot of the houses or are empty. all weekenders, we call yeah. them, where, you know, a family owns, you hear people say, oh, I'll go, I got a cabin in Big Bear. Well, those are all the houses near our house. Right. And so those people come up once a month or on weekends or whatever. And you, you know, kind of see them or get to know them a bit, but not really. And so on our street growing up, there was one family that had two boys down at the other end of the street, and that's it. Like, the rest were adults. We did not... There weren't kids on our street. Hmm. Period. Except for uh, the kids at the end that were there's boys. A, there's a peak at resort town life. Yeah, it's very different. Like, I mean, like, my best friend, like, growing up, he was, like, my sister's grandma's neighbor, but, like, I was over there all the time. And where, you know, we became friends and then they moved and we still like hung yeah. out with them still. And he, Eddie, he was my best yeah. friend. And I was like friends with like girls at school. It wasn't like I never talked to a girl or anything, but it wasn't to the point of like I went over to their house and played games. It was, you know, friendly, right. play around on the playground or whatever, you know, talking class. Yeah. Um, but didn't actually like go play board games. So, well. Just didn't happen. You missed out. You should have been friends with me. Yeah. I would have introduced you to Mall Madness. I know. I really did. Well, thankfully, all these years later, I was able to play it. So, Don't um, worry. I'll it catch worked you out. up on all the nostalgia of my well, childhood. I could turn it around and say, how could you not have watched Star Wars before I made you watch Star I Wars? I did. I watched Ewoks. Yeah. Like I said, how could you not have watched Star Wars before? We both had very different... <laughs> childhoods in that regard and it's totally fine but well, also very different the stuff i did see was because my friend eddie made me watch it i'm go. like this is boring let's play mom madness <laughs> that sounds just like you <laughs> can we do something and then like he i remember he was like one of the first kids to get the nes and he would just like hog it and i'm like i'm gonna go home you never let me play. You'd be like, okay, I'll die on purpose so you can play. <laughs> oh, the days. Like, it really took him a while to figure out, like, how to have people play games together. There are a few good co-op games <laughs> on the NES, but very few. Like, yeah. that's why my brother and I loved the uh, uh, Rescue Rangers game, because it was all co-op. Like, you Same played time. together the whole time, and it's fantastic. There's not a lot like that. I mean, obviously... In, more recent years, you know, yeah. or like even head to head competition. Really, the main things that did that were sports games. Well, it's like after a, you beat a world, let the other person go. Yeah, but like, why keep going? But even and going even and going? then, it's still you know taking turns. Whereas, really, the real fun when you're having multiple people is playing at the same time. Yeah. you know. So, video games have grown a lot in those. They years. have. Well. We're not talking about video games, but because um, we did talk about video games and I want to hear Luke's cute voice, yes. we're going to close out with hearing that video game one as well. Video games! Aww. 
And we had the arcade. That's so, true. We talked about video games it, in really multiple segments. It's really a mishmash. A mishmash That's this right. week. Well, and I just love hearing our cute kids' voices. I just... It's a very emotional week. Again, like, it seems weird, but just having... Like, my family and Josh and Rachel over in our backyard was such a, like, <laughs> moving experience because we just haven't gotten to do that. Like You don't realize how much you missed out on yeah. and how much... I mean, and I don't know if you knew, but Phil and I are kind of extroverts. <laughs> There's a reason we sit and, like, record our voices every week and then put We're it out for the going. world I didn't know if you knew that about us. So... You know, like, and of course, like we've told you, we've treasured this time. Like, it's been phenomenal, like, to just really get to be together as a family. But at the same time, we We love a lot of other people and we have, you know, really deep friendships. And it was just so wonderful. Talk about good arguments. I miss getting to just have a great argument with Josh. I know. I had to, like, like warn your parents, like, they're not really fighting. And Josh is like, are you kidding me? This is wonderful. I love it. There's nothing <laughs> like just picking a position and arguing it with Josh. I love it so much. We argued about how to say A-T-A-T Walker in Star yeah, Wars. The he, correct answer is A-T-A-T. And he said not at, at. at. But I love it. And then he went on to a whole thing, like, what was the words? Um, He said, he, like, went on this whole thing about how the point of language is just if the other person understands. Does the dictionary determine what is correct, or does it reflect the common usage of the words, etc.? That's the thing. Like, there's nothing like just debating with Josh. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I hope he knows how much I appreciate that. Because he it's does. just fun. It's so fun. Like I feel like again, like Matthew used to think that we were like fighting. I think Melissa too didn't know. Like on Saturday, we're like, no, no, no. Like this is a thing. This is it. They've this missed is, it. I've missed it so much. It just felt like old times. And Audrey said she laughed so hard she couldn't breathe. <laughs> and Rachel did the best joke, I think. Um, yeah, it's we going to talk- be a long time that we're going to say this joke. Yeah, and it, you, it's one of those you had to be there, but, you know, we were talking about, like, knockoff stuff, like, you know, the toys at uh, Big Lots or Tuesday morning or whatever, <laughs> like, discount store where they'll have, like, cheap Transformers, and then we were talking about Pokemon Snap and what would, like, the knockoff Pokemon be, and Rachel came up with one first. Her comedic timing was perfect, and we, she said it would be... <laughs> <laughs> can't even get through it. Ponkachu? Ponkachu. <laughs> Instead of Pikachu. And we just, like, died. Maybe something where you had to be there, but we couldn't stop laughing. And all, like, ever since we've been saying Well, because I was, like, trying to come up with one when you said that, and she was just so quick. She's like, like, Ponkachu. And so, I was like, oh. So, Ponkachu, that's the, that's the best. So, yes. We really had a good time. That was fantastic. And, yeah, and stay tuned, because you'll hear what we did. (laughs) Yes, with Audrey's thing later. (laughs) Well, and I said to Audrey after, I said, you know we're very fair. And Audrey said, oh, I know, I'm expecting it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, she knows. Well, and the thing is, too, we always do stuff they both like. So it's not like Audrey was suffering no, having no. to go to an arcade and have a party and stuff, too. Okay, one other thing I have to tell about this, too, and then we're going to, like, close it out. But to the point of us, like, you know, kind of getting into the habit of not having people over... Luke and Audrey had no idea what it was we were going to do, but they were a little suspicious that we were going to do something. And we're like, what were you, what made you suspicious? And they're like, well, you got up early on a Saturday and you started like cleaning up around the house. And we just said, we want to have a clean start to our weekend. And they're like, we knew something was up then. We knew that was, (laughs) that that was not what you normally do. Well, we didn't like have people inside, but we had to like, Clean well, up the, the bathroom, right? Like, <laughs> so they they knew they didn't know what, but they knew something. Well, it's so funny too because um, plus, just we got up rem- in the morning. <laughs> yeah, remember we got the kids alarm clocks, or yeah. the Easter Bunny got them alarm clocks. Yeah, so they set their alarms for seven a.m. on weekends just so they can like get up. And have a good, solid morning. Yeah, doing... they get their bowl of cereal, they watch <laughs> cartoons, they play video games, they read their books. They basically do everything we used to do on Saturday yeah, mornings when we'd exactly. wake up before our parents. So they get like a good, solid three hours of <laughs> so hangout time before up, we roll out of bed. When we woke up, they were like, what? are you what? doing up? This is our time. It's 8 o'clock on Saturday. And <laughs> Go then back I, to bed. And then I said to them... All right, I put some clothes out. We got to go and run some errands. They're like, what? <laughs> what? We don't run errands On a Saturday anymore? morning? They knew. They knew. They knew something was something up. Something was up. That's fun. So, it's great. Well, you know what else is fun and great is doing the show with you, Janelle. I think it is, too. I love it. But I'm also very excited to go watch... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Space Edition with you? Yeah, so we should close it down. (laughs) I'm super also excited, and it's going to be very fun to do Mandarian Orange live this Friday um, at 5.30 p.m. California time, Pacific time. So please join us for that, everyone. Um, All you have to do is find... There's an invite... I mean, there's an event page on the Mandarian Orange Show Facebook page. And if you go to that, you can click and say that you're going to go to it that you know, reserve your spot or whatever, but you just go into that event or just kind of look at our page at 5.30 on Friday and you'll see it pop up and just watch the video and you can comment in there live. It's going to be so much fun. Yay! Ben from the Alan Smithy Film Review is going to be there challenging our movie knowledge. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then Saturday is Potvox Presents live stream with, with Travelogue. So, so many good things. If you guys would like to tell us what you think about all these great things, you can also write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. All right. I think that's a lot of good information there. What do you think? I think that'll do it. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.